Welcome to That's Why Podcast with Patricia and Anna, the show where we arouse your curiosity while we dull your senses. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? Good morning, Anna. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm happy that uh, I'm happy that we're talking about dreams. I love this topic because everybody has really weird dreams or dreams that turn into movies. Isn't that how The Shining happened? Oh my gosh, you know what? I don't know, but I don't doubt it. I mean, isn't that where a lot of creativity comes through is mm-hmm. our dreams? Exactly. That's a creepy dream, though. I know. <laughs> red rum. <laughs> red rum, red rum. <laughs> so yes, we have shout outs today. And one of the shout outs is to Mojito, who is the <laughs> pet child of one of my friends, Mickey. The reason I'm giving Mojito a shout out uh-huh. is because, first of all, he's freaking cute cute he's adorable you i wish you could see him and i think we might put him on our instagram Instagram page page. yeah Yeah. absolutely mickey had his little pet child mojito and he said two steps forward and one step backwards is still one step forward stay focused and i so needed to read that and hear that that day and i was like right on i told him that i would do a shout out thanks a lot mojito that was very insightful we're going to use that as our inspo quote today so thank you exactly exactly (laughs) so we want to thank you guys for listening we've randomly get texts and communications from our families and friends uh letting us know how awesome you guys think our show is We appreciate it. And yet the highest compliment you can give us is putting a review on Apple and spreading the word, you know, for others to see so that they can enjoy this content as much as you do. So anytime you're tempted to reach out to us, you know, please do so, but also put that out there so other people can enjoy this as much as uh, we have and you have as well. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So now that we're talking on topics of dreams, Anna, did you dream last night? I was in this like dirty hotel room getting ready to go camping. And it was my sister and my cousin Dee and Jessica Alba. Then I was like, oh, I've got one last thing to do. So I ran outside to like a store next to the hotel. And Bruno Mars, Oh, he drives up in a lowrider. And I'm like, wow, that's a really nice like lowrider. He comes out and he had this bag of oranges And he was just like, do you want some oranges? I'm like, yeah, thank you. And I was like, it's my birthday. And he was like, okay, I'm going to serenade you. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go back to this sketchy hotel and he starts serenading me. And then he asked me, he's just like, do you want something else for your birthday? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I was just like, oh. (laughs) And since you can do anything in dreams. I know. (laughs) But I was like, I have to ask my husband. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Did you you hesitate in the dream? dream yes i did i said because jessica alba is my husband's celebrity crush Mm. what about you did you have a dream that is fascinating no and i lately i would say in the last maybe i don't know five years Mm -hmm. we all dream remembering our dreams is what's a little bit challenging for me yes I don't remember my dream. I just remember that it was, it wasn't really a happy one. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't really a happy dream. That's, I like that dream though. Bruno Mars and Jessica Alba. I that's know. That's a really interesting combination. Oh, you know what? And then um, <laughs> Jessica Alba was gay and her partner was this oversized Karen looking oh, lady. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't see, I can't yeah, see Jessica with somebody like that. 
I know. But anyway, during a lifetime, humans are sleeping one third of their life. Yes. And then they dream approximately eight years of their life. Wow. Right? So during sleep, our body goes through the sleep cycles, which are in 90 mm-hmm. minute intervals. And most of our dreams occur during the REM phase. And that's when the dreams are vivid, fantastical, yes. or more mm-hmm. emotional. People who daydream more about guilt, anxiety, negative themes, tend to have nightmares or dreams that are anxiety-filled. And then same goes with people who daydream about positive thoughts. I daydream a lot. I could look like I'm looking at you, but I'm gone. Like Homer Simpson in his head. He's like, (laughs) doo-doo-doo. You're like, are you paying attention? (laughs) Yep. Okay. I tend to dream about really like funny stuff or things that make me laugh. Like I'm always laughing by myself. I look Mm -hmm. like a crazy person. And And they're like, you know, sitting there by herself. What the heck? Yes. I mean, we all kind of daydream. I think some of us lose ourselves in it. I find it fascinating how dreams have shifted in importance. I mean, I feel like people thousands of years ago would give dreams much more validity and almost like almost like a prediction mm-hmm. or a revelation, if you will. I wanted to read this real quick. It says, God used dreams in the Bible many times to communicate his will, reveal his plans, right? Like what we're talking about, and to announce future events. However, biblical dream interpretation required careful testing to prove it came from God. But I think Ooh. that we mm-hmm. still have a little bit of kind of old school thinking even still now in 2021 where people are like, have you ever had someone come up to you and they're like, I had a dream last night. And you're like, oh my gosh, like you're, you're already feeling the emotion of the dream and you don't even know if it's going to happen, if yes. it's real. Why did it happen? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's, it is funny. Or women who wake up about like their husbands cheating in the dream and they wake up mad at their husbands. And <laughs> yes. their husband's like, why are you mad at me? I didn't even do anything. I didn't even get out of bed yet. So we got to be careful not to yep. give those too much heat. You know what I'm saying? Dreams are fascinating because it's you, but it almost feels like another dimension. If yeah. this were happening in another dimension, my life could be this way, you know? And Carl Jung, he's a Swiss or was a Swiss psychologist psychiatrist, his thoughts about dreams where the psychic nature was repressed and religion or culture was heart and center. He stated, our primitive past becomes the basis of the human psyche. Jung meant that dreams balance the mind by compensating for what's lacking in the way the person was. Dreams showed the lack, but also revealed the solution. Mm. Yeah. And then Freud, he was a neurologist before he created psychoanalysis. He stated people are motivated by unconscious desires and repressed memories. And those issues could be addressed by making those motivations conscious through therapy. And prior to his study, women that were depressed or had anxiety, they were labeled as having hysteria. Mm -hmm. Then he was just like, no, if you talk through what's bothering this woman, we can go to the underlying issue and cope with that. 
I think there are positive things about him and negative. For example, the positive, he did coin the you know PTSD and he helped World War I veterans that were suffering PTSD. Yes. But he also created false memories with his patients and they started to believe that they did suffer something traumatizing, even though they didn't. Yes. And false memories is a real thing. Yeah. And it's sad that he would manipulate yeah. his ability to do that. Wow, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Another thing he coined is the term penis envy. And that's where a woman realizes she doesn't have a penis. And that's why she behaves the way she does is because of penis envy. Hmm. And he said the only way she could overcome this penis envy was for her to have a child or even the best situation was for her to have a male child. And that could gain her efforts to gain a penis. Fascinating. Because you know what? When I say, when I think of that term penis envy, I think no one looks at the fact that men have had the power. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I envy that you have a penis and you have the power. It's that I find it unjust that you should be the one to have the power and that it's not equal. But they turned it into their advantage as if that we envy them. And it's not that. It's that it's unfair that you would have the power. And that is what I'm unhappy about. It's the inequality. Not that you have a penis and that I want it. When someone says something, they kind of twist it to make it sound a certain way. When in fact, I don't feel that it's necessarily that way, but... Interesting. So he coined it, huh? Yes. Huh. And then when, when he was saying, like, if a person dreams about something that's terrifying, mm-hmm. then he said it's because of something that happened to us back in the Ice Age. And those things are wow. coming. I know, right? Damn. So that's that's very strange. That is very interesting. <laughs> I like that he, you know, has the PTSD. And sometimes when, when veterans would wake up and they're you know, their heart is racing. Of course, like you're dreaming about the war or I get that. But so he just paved the way of us to think more about the psychological issues that we have, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. The penis envy. No. Science is wonderful. Mm -hmm. And yet there's always still discoveries that are made and things that are refuted. And so Mm -hmm. he, he paved the way in some ways and maybe he wasn't so right in others. And so that's how we are able to move along and grow and learn more and be Mm -hmm. honest if this wasn't working and this isn't really true to be able to refute it and go in another direction exactly so with that said with being able to have false memories which is really a real valid thing you and i can actually have the same experience 10 years ago and Mm -hmm. then try to recant it now and Mm -hmm. we have completely different perceptions on how that went down so Mm -hmm. who's right who's wrong How do you think that plays a part in our ability to move forward or move on from what we've experienced? Does that make sense? Yes, that does. With Jung and Freud. So when they were talking about the dreams and then the repressed memories and and they have to get it out through therapy, Mm -hmm. they were saying that, you know, once again, if you're daydreaming, if you already have that negative feeling, everything in that day is going to be negative. And same thing with dreams or same things with memory. If you're a child and let's say that you got in trouble for eating a cookie before dinner and you're just like, oh my gosh, my parents were so mean to me. Mm -hmm. And then of course, like your sibling was just like, 
you're the kid that didn't listen, you know, like, right. perspective, <laughs> <Yes>. you know, <laughs> yes. you didn't listen to mom and dad. That's why you always got beat. <laughs> yeah. And then they interpret it a different way. Yeah. And okay. so they said that, like, whatever you're feeling is how it will reflect in your dreams and vice versa. Like your dreams, when you wake up, you're just like, oh, that's that's what happened. And that reflects during your consciousness. Oh, my gosh. And Anna, for sure, that's why I feel that your dreams, just like we defecate, right? We go to the bathroom because uh-huh. we filter. <laughs> we all have a filtering system for multiple things. Our filtering We talk system, about poop a lot. We do. It's very positive and it's a good thing. <laughs> your poop is where it's at, baby. Your poop is where it's at. So your poop is what you eat, right? What That's what filters out. And when uh-huh. you, you discard what you don't need and your body takes in what it does. Yes. So with your dreams, it's the same. It's, it's our pooping for psychological issues. Issues. Our fears manifest through our dreams. Yeah. If you have turmoil over a decision that you have to make, have you just not been able to sleep? Or when you sleep, you have, again, like you said, the angst and you have nightmares about it. If you didn't know which way mm-hmm. to go, whether yay or nay in that decision, because you're being too logical about it, I feel that if you allow your dreams to speak to you, your subconscious mind can let go. Mm-hmm. It can tell you maybe what you really want to do in your heart, whereas yes. your mind in during the day, because of all the noise of working and family and this, that, or the other, you may not be able to tap into it. So mm-hmm. I think our dreams are just a manifestation of our thoughts throughout the day. I've had crazy dreams where I'm like, I wonder why, and I'm sure you have too, everybody has. That's, and that's the, that's why I find this topic so fascinating because it's something we all pretty much do. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you're missing someone terribly and they manifest in your dreams and you're having an experience in your dream with them, our dreams are really important. Just like meditation, just like exercise, just like eating Mm -hmm. well, we should take care of our dreams. We should try to be conscious of them and learn from them. What is our mind trying to tell us? That's really the only way our mind can speak to us in certain ways. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. But I mean, do you think that we overanalyze dreams? For example, you see dogs, they're dreaming and they're just like running with their feet, you know? (laughs) Yes. Maybe to them, they're just like catching a squirrel or whatever. And then we're always trying to put meaning behind everything. Are we just overanalyzing it? It's like, oh, a dream is a dream. Just let it be. Or- I think sometimes we do overanalyze. Just like every time you sit down to feed yourself, it doesn't always have to be a meal. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have a snack. Sometimes you have a shake. So you're still nourishing your body, yeah. but it's in different ways. And it doesn't always have the same timing or like, you know, to sit down and have a meal. I mean, have you had, right? We've been to amazing restaurants where you have a five five course meal and it's an experience. But if you're grabbing a shake out from the gym and you're just needing to nourish yourself in the morning, it's not the same. And it's the same thing. Remember, we were talking about our sex episode and orgasms. Every sexual experience doesn't have to be this fireworks. Yep. I mean, it could be a quickie. It could be, it could be a lot of things. So the same thing with the mind and with dreams. I feel like there are times that if a dream is recurring, another thing, um, I found online, it says, according to a 1996 study, which was wow, that was way 
ages ago. Mm-hmm. Holy Hannah, that's that's older than my kids. <laughs> so it said then between 60 and 75% of adults have recurring dreams and women are more likely to have them than men. I had a recurring dream that I was being chased by a man, I would assume, and I was running down the street and it was one of those um shining moments, right? Like the hallway got longer and you couldn't get to the end Ooh, of it. Okay. And I felt that I was going to be sexually assaulted. That's what the dream, the premise of the dream was like someone was out after to rape me and i was running i think it was all the fears of being scared of being a young teenage girl in new york city you know men would you know whistle at you and be like hey baby and this that or the other and i had to face that every day wherever i walked men screaming at me or doing their proposals and catcalling and all of that. And you have to develop thick skin and you can't let them know it's bothering you. But it's almost like going into the war zone every day. And there was a time where the crime rate was really high in New York. So the point is that I feel that that was manifesting in my dreams, my fears. And I would have that dream probably easy once a week, if not more. For years as a teenager, probably between the ages of about 14, 15 to probably about 18 or 19. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that was a recurring dream. And you know what? I got married and whatever, and I stopped having that dream. Freud was saying that women have dreams about rape because Mm -hmm. penis envy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Where you at? Where you at, Freud? Right. I'm like, (laughs) what? Are you serious? Like they were, he was saying, like, oh, during an adolescent, women will have dreams about that because of penis envy. Everything was about the penis to him. That was really strange. He even had penis envy. I don't think he knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I would have liked to have seen it. No, I'm just kidding. That's interesting that everything would refer to that, but I I don't think that I can agree with that point. I don't agree with that either. And the weird thing is, you know how I was saying, like, are we overanalyzing dreams? An example that Jung said was he said, a man has a dream in which he steps into a pile of manure. At the conscious level of analysis, it may be that he is dreaming about a recent experience, and you don't have to look beyond that. But then Mm -hmm. when you look at the childhood emotions, then he's thinking, all right, well, let's re-examine this. And the manure symbolizes something that's part of his culture. It could Mm. be a good sign for a farmer. And in some cases, it may be necessary to look at the dream from the perspective of the collective unconscious. And he said, Mm. manure might be an ancient universal image that symbolizes fertility. Could the man be questioning whether or not he wants to be a father? So from a dream of a guy stepping in a pile of manure to do you want to be a father? That is really strange to me. That's so interesting that you're saying that because I was talking to somebody the other day Have you ever been in a dream where you know you're dreaming? Yes, you're lucid. I find that is so fascinating Mm -hmm. that you know this dream still has its limits because I know that I'm in it right now. I'm conscious of the Mm -hmm. fact that I'm in my dream. Mm -hmm. There have been times that you dream about snow, right? Some people that say that they interpret dreams, snow means this, manure Mm -hmm. means that. But I think it's more what it means to you. If in that person's culture, manure meant luck, let's say, or fertility, then yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. that's what he's trying to manifest, that he wants to be a parent or whatever. But I find that if manure means something different for me, 
then uh you know maybe shit means like oh shit i'm in a real i'm i'm really deep in it and i don't know how to get uh-huh. myself out so if i have a dream about me being in a ocean of shit and i can't swim and i'm drowning <laughs> you know what <laughs> maybe that's what i my dream is trying to tell me and it's just trying to yeah. alert me and say patricia get it together you are not doing things right you're drowning in whatever and assess Mm -hmm. your life just like language i mean if i Mm -hmm. spoke german and i went to uh you know a middle eastern country i'm not they're not gonna understand me it's because it means something to me so if those symbols mean something to you then i feel like do the research and read into that to see what is your dream trying to tell you because i've i've had night terrors before growing up and then the most recent dream i had about my grandmother that passed away she I've dreamt with her throughout the years, but she's never spoken to me. In my dreams, she's just like cooked for me or she'd smile, but she would never talk. And one dream that I had, she spoke to me and she looked at me so angry and she says, if I ask you to follow me, do not follow me. And I was like, okay, grandma, geez, like I won't follow you. Like I know you're dead. Uh And then the next scene, it was uh, my parents and my sister and my grandma just sitting down on this area that looks down towards the foyer area. Uh It's like a balcony kind of thing. And when I was a kid, I used to massage her feet. And in my dream, I reached over to her and I touched her foot. And I could feel the warmth of her foot, the texture of the socks. And all of a sudden, she looked at me with these angry eyes. And it felt like I was getting pulled backwards by like hooks pulling me backwards. And it was tunnel vision. Everything was turning black. And I opened my eyes in my bedroom. I literally, my body fell on my bed. I was, no joke, Patricia, I was levitating. Wow. My body fell on the bed. Yo, I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. In the Hmong culture, it means that there are these ancestors that are trying to reach me. And some of them want me to become a shaman. And other ancestors of mine don't want me to become a shaman. So they're fighting and wow. they're giving me, yeah. But then in other Vietnamese culture, they're just saying like, that was like huh. the devil trying to get you. <laughs> really? Like, oh Yo. my God. Jeez, He's no. come in disguise. <laughs> I think I, I like, like oh, the no. former one. Okay. <laughs> Can we keep that one? I like that one better. <laughs> wow. How did you feel? That was very, very descriptive and vivid. The fact that you felt the warmth of her socks and mm-hmm. everything. How did you, what, okay. So obviously being, other than being jolted, after you reflected on it, like maybe 30 minutes later, like what did you feel was the message you really intuitively wanted to take away from that? I felt like someone was trying to take my soul and my grandma was warning me to not follow to not her. Let them. When I woke up, that's the initial feeling I got was like my soul was trying to be taken away and she was warning me. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Damn. We're going to take a short intermission while I go to the bathroom. I got chills. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that, I mean, that that sounds so creepy, right? Like, and yet, thank you, grandma. If it's, I know. This is another thing that I learned from my mom. It doesn't necessarily have to mean verbatim. Your soul could be that Mm -hmm. you're maybe going down a path in your life or maybe doing certain things and activities that aren't enriching who you are. And you might be going down a path that you're not going to be happy with in the future. It doesn't necessarily mean damnation and supernatural. It could be 
her warning you, listen, just pay attention to what you're doing. Exactly. I, I can see it from here. And this is my way to let you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be all, oh, shit, this shit is yes. deep. And this is so scary. And spirits <laughs> and demons. And, you know, yeah, it could be something like that. So anyway. Wow, Anna, that's insane. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, we would love to hear what you guys had to say about dreams. And so I'm going to read some of the dreams that we've got. She says, this is a recurring dream. I find out that I was actually one class short of qualifying for college graduation. So now at my current age of 55, I have to go back to school and take one course. I miss an announcement about a big paper. So I'm scrambling to get that done at the last minute. There was no email back in my day. So that is often the source of the problem. (laughs) She said that she didn't check the campus email. And she says, in my dream, it's a nightmare. Very stressful. But if this dream became a comedy, like a movie, she said on screen, it would be a comedy, probably with a warm ending in which some college kids teach me about TikTok and I teach them eternal life verities (laughs) from the vantage point of my impending demise. (laughs) And then she says that she wants her character to be played by Diane Lane or Patricia Clarkson. Oh, dear. She's already got the script going. I like it. I know. So... Another dream said, I was running away from my aunt's weird murder mystery party at her house in my Princess Jasmine dress before Elsa could come out of the bathroom to kill me, thinking the entire time, Dad, this is your fault. (laughs) And I'm just going to leave the rest to them. So many times dreams like that Salvador Dali paintings, you know, it's like, what the heck? Why is this thing? Why is this clock melting? Yeah. And let me tell you, some of the greatest dreams I've had have been about me being in outer space. I've dreamt about like being like seeing the universe and me being this little thing like on some kind of ledge and seeing planets so vividly and I thought oh my gosh I wish I could experience this for real you know but of course in my dream it's tailored in my mind but I love those dreams that are like that and that of course any dream also about love and and sex is always fun too those are good dreams (laughs) those are the best (laughs) when you orgasm in your dream I wonder if you orgasm in real life I think you do I think you feel you feel those emotions I mean and you'll never know because you're having having the experience in the moment but I've definitely Mm -hmm. I mean I can only imagine that if I have other people have orgasmed in their dream and it's like an amazing thing and it goes exactly as you want it that's that's true that's what it's great because see you're a million percent in control of manifesting in that dream what you want and and when you get to that point Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty cool I did have an orgasm dream about Paul Walker so that was oh my gosh, who's that? <laughs> Paul Walker. Paul Walker. He was the guy that died in the crash. He was in those. Um, oh my god, I'm so bad at movies, Patricia. Oh, is it the the, the one with the cars that they're thank racing? You. Yes. Well, oh, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. What yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Listen, I'm picking up what you dropped. Oh, thank but you. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know the name. He's he was hot. Yes, he was very hot. So I did have an oh. orgasm dream about him, but I was just uh-huh. like, did that happen in real life? I don't know. Can we just pretend that it did? <laughs> That's a Another thing with dreams, like as you're a child, there are so many things about dreams, knowing that you're dreaming. But I wonder if there are things that we now look back 
on and we're like, did that really happen? Was it a dream when I was a kid mm-hmm. or did this really happen? Yes, totally. You never know. So if you have a choice to pick it and it's a good experience, just keep it and be like, yeah, that did happen. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, guys. If you would like to be a part of our show, we would love to hear from you. Ask us questions and share your story. We'll give you our unfiltered, unforgiving, unqualified advice. Record an audio clip on your phone and send it into That's Why Show at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at That's Why Show. Our episodes are on Podbean, Apple, Google, Spotify, and all of the other platforms out there. Follow, subscribe, and please write us a review, not texting us. But we appreciate yes. it. <laughs> Send it to Apple. Well, the quote of the day, remember from Mojito, two steps forward and one step back is still one step forward. Stay focused. And as always, peace, love, and dark chocolate. Bye. See you soon, guys. <laughs> Bye.